Welcome to the Backyard Chat Podcast, where we equip parents to take in God's Word and live it out in their everyday life. Welcome to the Backyard Chat Podcast. I'm Melissa Harrison, Melissa number two. And I'm Melissa Quinones, Melissa number one. We're so excited to be here today with some of our most favorite people on the planet. We have some girls with us today that are young ladies that are seniors in high school ready to launch into the world in a whole new way. Mm -hmm. And they have some really cool stories to share. And we wanted to bring them here and just ask them to share their hearts. So we're going to jump into a conversation. But before we do, we're going to welcome Maddie Gutierrez to the podcast and Claire Bernard. Yay. Hello. Happy to be here. I'm so excited y'all are here. This is so fun to get to talk to y'all. So Claire, we're going to hit you up first. Tell us a little bit about yourself and all the exciting things that you have coming up ahead. So my name is Claire and I'm a senior at Barbersville High School and I consider myself a fervent vessel for the Lord and I just make it my mission every day to show everybody his light because he's amazing and I would just love for everyone to know him uh, oh, the way I that, that I do. I love that. So I'm going to graduate in May Woo-hoo. and I'm going to Baylor just like Maddie. Yay! <laughs> and I'm so excited. Spoiler! <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I had to drop that little nugget in there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just so very excited to start this new chapter. So that is yeah. so cool. We are so proud of you. We're so mm-hmm. excited that it's hard for Aggies to say sickle bears, yes. but you know, sickle bears, since yes. y'all are both here, we will go ahead and jump on that bandwagon too. All right, Maddie, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'm Maddie Gutierrez, better known as Maddie G. Mm-hmm. I also go to Barbers <laughs> Hill and I'm a pal. I have played soccer for. 13, 14 years. A long time. Um, and I just finished my last season. So heartbreaking and sad. But I am super excited for the next chapter, even if it's not soccer, because I know there's going to be something even better for me in Waco and at Baylor. And I'm hoping to study sports medicine. But if that doesn't work out, then I don't know. I might do music ministry. I might do psychology. I'm just kind of leaving that open, I guess. But That's great. Open yes. to whatever the Lord has for you. Exactly. Yes. And I sing on the praise team here at CBG. Claire plays piano yes. and um, mm-hmm. she also sings. And it's just been so cool to kind of get to know her over the past couple of years. And yes. it's a really sweet, like Christ-centered friendship. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for it. So that Aww. is my little my little paragraph, my yes. little bio. I everybody can see y'all's faces right now. Y'all are just beaming. It's so sweet. Y'all do have a sweet friendship. And most importantly, we wanted to talk to y'all because we are adults that see you as leaders. Mm-hmm. Like you guys lead us in worship every week almost. Mm-hmm. And it's a powerful thing to see the next generation just hold on yeah. tight to Jesus mm-hmm. and to not be afraid or ashamed or scared to just share that. And your talents are incredible. We are secretly Thank jealous. You. Like yeah. we try to be y'all in the car when we sing. Sounds as good, but the way that y'all have just embraced those talents that God gave you, and that you you just really use them to bring Him glory, and we're all blessed yes. by it. But watching you guys shine as leaders is inspirational to us, but to people around us, like they're always like these kids, like mm-hmm. our whole graduating class, you know, right <laughs> know. now, they're all just so 
impressed by mm-hmm. y'all. And it's funny to think that kids can spur adults along, mm-hmm. but you guys have. And For sure. So we wanted to just pick your brain a little bit and get you to share a little bit about your faith journey because all of us are on a faith journey, right? right. Yes. And you guys are 18 years in. Claire, just brand new 18 years. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> y'all are 18 years in. So talk to us a little bit about your faith journey, like it's unique to you. Mm-hmm. How did you come to know Jesus and how have you grown to know him in 18 years? So to start off, I kind of grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of just a, the way I remember it. Let's go to church on Christmas and Easter and let's check off the box. I, I never really knew the Lord until I went through some really hard times in my life. And that's where I began to sort of open my heart to Him because that's the only source of worth and sense of purpose that I ever experienced. And so in the last couple of years, since I was about 14, I've really dived deeper into my journey of faith. And it's been such a beautiful thing, just growing to know God, to be my personal Savior and my best friend all like all the days of my life, even when I I didn't know him, like he still died for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome. And it's so cool for me to see that you learned that so young, yes. even though I know the things you went through were like mm-hmm. so incredibly hard. And I don't want that for anybody. You know, we wish it would just be easy mm-hmm. to have that yeah. faith yeah. journey. You know, it, it doesn't always take something really tragic, and sometimes it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. But just to see that you've reached this point so young and you have so many like fun, great years ahead. Mm-hmm to like live in that space, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be 40 and being like, oh shoot, now I get to get the good part, you know? So I think that's really cool. And I think that I'm seeing that younger and younger in kids and students, especially here at our church, you know, some people really do have a hard situation, a hard home life or, you know, whatever they go through different things. Social media is tough these days, you know, they just have a lot of peer pressure and that we didn't have, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in our time. And so, I think it's just so incredible that you have found that on your own through Bible studies, you know, Mm -hmm. all the things, whatever it was that got you to that great place of healing that you can just carry forward and move on. And it just, it's radiates from you. And it's just, it's so neat to watch and be a part of. And that you ran to Jesus instead of ran away, you know, like life circumstances Mm -hmm. could have certainly never brought you to a place where you encountered him and Mm -hmm. experienced him. And so that's, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I really don't think that I ran towards him as fast as I could. It was more Mm -hmm. of a, Mm -hmm. he left the 99 for me. There you go. Amen. For real. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you shared that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Maddie? Well, I think it's kind of been a more recent, like in my preteen and like heavy in my like late middle school all throughout my high school years like early early on super young I think mine was also kind of similar like we weren't in church a whole bunch until we moved back to Texas before that before we were like back in with my mom's family and all this stuff church was definitely more of just like a holiday thing I have a couple of memories like here and there from like an occasional Sunday school but um, nothing as like consistent and I guess like it wasn't a big part of my life like it is now. Um, so then I would say all of this kind of got put in motion when we moved to Texas and we started coming to CBG. 
because it was my mom's family church. My mm. grandparents went there. She grew up in the church. And so we decided to start coming, or I guess my mom decided to start coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was honestly probably too young to understand. I know I gave her junk for, I was like, no. every Sunday we have to go every, I just want to sit at home and make pancakes and watch SpongeBob. Yes. Like, but no, we got to listen to this choir. But anyways, <laughs> no hate, no That's hate. So but I mean, that was back before when there were no it, contemporary no. services. It was straight organ. It was and organ and choir. Choir and mm-hmm. pews. It was back in the old building. So, yes. but I started going to Sunday school and I was in like the kids choir. I did all of the little musicals. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I remember um, that. Uh-huh. Yes. And I feel like honestly, back then I didn't really like associate much meaning to it. Like it was just like, I kind of had some halfway friends that I would get to know better down the road. And, you know, when you're young, you just go where your parents go because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really have another choice. But then I would say, I guess middle school, I kind of held that same attitude, like, eh, on the fence, not sure, kind of annoyed by it, honestly. And then up until, I think, eighth grade when we started doing, like, really, like, contemporary worship and we got a new worship leader and he started, Arnold, um, <laughs> he kind of was, like, building this youth band up and I got kind of intrigued because... I did choir all through middle school and I always kind of liked to sing and, you know, like worship music was my favorite part of the service because I didn't like to hear the person talk. I just wanted to sing right. and dance and have a fun little time, even if <laughs> yes, I didn't associate Maddie. meaning to the words. <laughs> so I was kind of intrigued. And honestly, back when I first started, like the whole worship team, it wasn't for like God, it was mostly for me. It was just something that I thought was going to be fun mm. and it's changed astronomically. But so I got into that in eighth grade. I started singing and the band looks a lot different now than it did back then. Um, but I'm super thankful for that. I would say becoming a part of the worship team here has been like the biggest factor in getting me involved. And then, you know, because you're singing the songs, you have to wonder, well, okay, what are they about? And then you sit through the service and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is great. You make friends and you go to youth things with them. And then you're going to conference events mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, these camps and these little, I guess, like seminar type things. And you hear all these people speak. And so all of that to say, I think getting involved in the church has been the biggest part of it. But it's also been, I've been incredibly like so, so blessed to kind of, I guess, grow up and go to school in an area where like, I guess I wouldn't say Christianity and all that is the norm, but within my group of friends that I've Mm -hmm. found, we've all kind of had the mirroring journeys, Mm -hmm. I guess. So we've all kind of matured in our faith about the same time. And it's so good to just have like a council of Mm-hmm. people that you go through things with. I don't know if council is the right word, but a group of just people, you know, you can go to and you do fun things and you mm-hmm. visit their church and you play a kickball tournament here and you mm-hmm. go, you do FCA together and even meeting Claire and Taylor and Robert, mm-hmm. like, it's just nice to know that, you know, you're not alone in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you're never alone. Like God's with you through it all, but I've been so blessed that he's given me such a community of young believers that have been such role models to mm-hmm. me. No, so. I think that's really good. Yeah, I think I you, you both mentioned something about being a part of a church. That's a community mm-hmm. of faith. It's a mm-hmm. community of people that you, you grow to love and you hold one another accountable and you learn from each other. And that, that really is key. And sometimes we want these things for our kids, but we don't know how, how to do it. We're right. like, gosh, my kid doesn't want to go to church, you know, or they're putting up a fight for this and I don't want to make them run away from it. What would you say is a really big encouragement for parents? Like, to get their kids to come be a part of youth group. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you think? Say, don't make your kid come, encourage them to come. Like, what would you say? 
I think from parents it can be sort of a tough thing because whenever your parent tells you to do something, you're like, okay, I mean, I'll do it, but it's only because you told me to. Not because I want or, to. Mm-hmm. Right. So something I would encourage parents to do is to never stop praying for your child and Ooh, never stop yes. loving them and being a truly set-apart, different example of Christ to them than like maybe all the other adults in their life or all the kids that surround them. Um, so yeah, I think there comes a point in a Christian's life where people around you can just tell that you are different and there's mm-hmm. something different about you. Mm-hmm. And that obviously does not come from us. It comes mm-hmm. from the light of Christ and people will notice mm-hmm. um, yeah. like the people around you and your kids. So Never stop praying and never stop loving, definitely. There you go. I love that. Yeah, that's wow. great. So what kind of things do y'all do? What does it look like for an 18-year-old to live out their faith, to walk out their faith with their friends? What does this look like? Like, if someone can't be a part of a church and sing on a youth praise, like if they don't have the gift of music or the gift of vocal yeah. talents, what does it look like? What What do you do that, you know, that's walking out your faith? Right. Well, okay, I think for me— it's not necessarily, of course, it has to do with like blessings and opportunities that like God has been so gracious and like has given to me over the years. But I think it's also just almost like Claire said, like exemplifying because when you can see, like when the fruit of the spirit is visible in the way mm-hmm. that you act and the way that you talk and the way that you treat other people, it attracts other, I guess, similarly minded people or even mm-hmm. people who are just curious. And so... I don't know. It definitely sets you apart. So I would say, I don't know. I I feel like it's very easy, especially in high school. And I don't know, as maybe in elementary school, things have changed, middle school. But it's easy to kind of go along with the crowd. And mm-hmm. you look back sometimes, I look back, and I think like, man, why did I like encourage that? Like, why did I go along with that? And so you really just, it's more thinking about like, how can I best exemplify like the character of Christ in any situation that you're given and even that goes with like get involved you know I am a worship officer for FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes at my school but even if worship isn't your jam even just going to the meetings Mm -hmm. like any way that you can kind of involve yourself in something that is like faith related Mm -hmm. um And just letting other people know, like, Mm -hmm. what kind of person you are. Because I find that most often, sometimes I'll stop and I'll be like, wow, that person's really great. Like, I've met a lot of people through PALS this year, which is peer assistance Mm -hmm. and leadership at my school. Me and Claire are both in there. (laughs) And there are so many incredible people that I feel like we both met through there. But I can recall a couple off the top of my head that I just, it is so obvious to me. Like, we'll just be talking Mm -hmm. and... I'm not surprised at all when they bring up that they're like a strong believer or they talk about a youth event. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like Mm -hmm. you are so set apart. So I think just kind of striving for that. And obviously no one's perfect, but so that's kind of how I aim Mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, And then sometimes it seems like, you know, we've done some small group Bible studies here at church for when y'all were younger, we did some home groups, Mm -hmm. you know, we did that. And then as you've gotten older, you've kind of done some things on your own. Mm -hmm. So Claire, tell us about what you're doing that helps walk out your faith. I think the number one thing that's so important 
is to use the gifts that God gives us. For example, the Bible. <laughs> um, yeah. For, um, for starters, for, that's a good yeah, one. <laughs> for starters, I mean, it is the living, breathing Word of God. So the, the number one way you're going to hear His voice is getting in the Word every day. And I know that's hard for me, as like definitely for me and Maddie, I know that yeah. it's... It's hard We're to busy all time. the time. Yeah, you're busy all the time. And, and it's, it's not like, just us that are busy all the time. Parents yeah. are busy all the time, too. <laughs> Everyone's busy all the time, um, it seems. But it's just carving out that time to mm-hmm. spend with your creator. Like, yeah. the more time you spend with him, the more time you're going to become like him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it starts. And then one thing that I do while I'm at school is I'm... I try to be in constant prayer all the time mm-hmm. um, because I know there are some days where I get out of school and I get in my car and then I like turn on worship music and I'm like, Lord, I forgot about you today. <laughs> like I totally was so stressed that I just forgot that you are always present whenever I'm stressed or anxious or happy or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember that the Lord wants to hear about your day and he wants to be close to you and he wants that intimacy with yeah. you. And being close to him is where other people are going to see that you follow him. So mm-hmm. I think, especially for us as leaders, me and Maddie, it's it's easy to try to do everything and be a vessel in your own strength. I know for me, I I do share a lot, like on my mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff. I um, love, that's yeah, my favorite do. part. Oh, of my let me see clarify today. So I. I do that a lot, but so at the point recently, I was like, or I just, I felt the Lord saying to me, Claire, you're sharing all this stuff, but you're forgetting who you're sharing for. Mm. So like, it, yeah, it's easy to check off the box. Like, oh, I read mm-hmm. my Bible today. I listened to worship music and I prayed. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. But, I'm a good Christian. Right. I, can do, I can do whatever yeah. now. <laughs> um, but where the, where the purpose and the meaning comes in right. is when you spend time with God mm-hmm. right. and you spend time in His presence right. and you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And that is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's such a sweet time with the Lord, too, when, right. when you do that, you want more of it. Yes. And so it's, yes. you don't find yourself having to carve out time. Yeah. You just, that time happens because you're, right. you want that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, that's a beautiful thing yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and so you started this Bible study at your house where yes. girls come together and y'all meet and yes. dive right in. Yeah. So that Bible study ministry is called Gals and God. Ellie and I, a friend of mm-hmm. Maddie and I, we were sitting at a table at a little restaurant boutique thing in Mont Bellevue, and Ellie was like, we need to start a Bible study. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Ellie. Like, let's do uh, it. Okay. And then she was like, let's make an Instagram right now. And I was like, oh, we're not okay. backing out of it. Uh, yeah. I remember that because then me and Ellie Ray were, yes, we were, had come from the gym. We yeah. were going right there and yeah. you guys were walking out and you were like, we're starting a yes. Bible study. <laughs> I was like, yes. no way. It's, it's just been such an awesome experience of seeing what the Lord can do through two teenage girls mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been awesome to host these monthly Bible studies and just, you know, dive into the, dive into the word with mm-hmm. other girls who are my same age and everybody's going through mm-hmm. a lot of the same things. It's and so encouraging. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah. And you know, Maddie, I know that there was a little awesome thing that you started at school 
it's like a ministry through the school called Girls Doing Good. Oh, yes. So talk to yes. us about Girls Doing Good because that's, <laughs> that's another incredible thing. Well, it hasn't been super active recently just because everything has been such a whirlwind prom mm-hmm. and Same, testing yeah. and this and that. Um, we were actually supposed to have a meeting this morning, but the juniors were taking star tests mm-hmm. or something. Or was it sophomore? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Someone was taking a star test. And so we were like, maybe we'll just reschedule. But it's called Girls Doing Good. And it was also me and Ellie. Shout out Ellie Offer. Yes, Ellie. Awesome. She's a little activator. She really oh. is. She's going to do such big She's things. She's awesome. But we had had the idea since like the middle of sophomore year, and we just started it at the beginning of our junior year in August last year. And basically, we just wanted an outlet for teenage girls to create a community that was focused on giving back. Mm. And it's not explicitly Christian. Like, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily like you know, a Bible study or Mm -hmm. like come and we're going to have a ministry meeting and Mm -hmm. we'll tell you about the word, but it's kind of in the underlying concepts of everything we do. Um, And so it's who y'all are, you know? And And so when that comes from that kind of place and that heart, that's just what comes through. Yeah. Yeah. Servant heart is such a big part Mm -hmm. of who I feel like God has called me to be. And so, yes, we have done all kinds of things. We did a project graduation fun run last Valentine's day ish called the love run. Every Valentine's Day, we also do cards to the local nursing home. So that's really cool. We did a clothing drive. We did a toy drive. We did backpacks and school Mm -hmm. supplies. Mm -hmm. Um, For the Chambers County Welfare Board, they raised a bunch of... Yeah, people donated school supplies and yeah. they donated them to theirs. It's just so, so cool. awesome. And it's really just anything in the community that they see that they yes. can jump in and be a part of. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It's just a really refreshing way to view service because I would say, I feel like at least at our school, it's a big emphasis on like NHS and doing PALS and like doing things that look good on a resume. But I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes the true like purpose and the true impact, not only on the people you serve, but on yourself, like those kinds of aspects of serving and the volunteer hour types of things, they just get lost because it's mm-hmm. like an mm-hmm. item on a checklist. It's one yes. more thing that's like mm-hmm. sitting in your backpack. You, you have to have 20 do. hours. You so you need to sign up for this. Yeah. yeah. Go work this thing. And, yeah. but, um, you lose the heart and all of that sometimes. Right. And so we decided like no service hour requirements. You can come and fulfill them for another club. If you need to, you can just come if you have a free Saturday morning or, mm-hmm. you know, Tuesday afternoon and do all kinds of things that will just give back to our community. And it's been awesome. So, so cool. Yes. That's so cool. We're just so proud of y'all. Those are two incredible things mm-hmm. that y'all yes. have just stepped up as leaders and to reflect the light of Christ to everybody around you. And it's contagious. Mm-hmm. You know, when we live mm-hmm. our lives that way, people do see that. Right. Both of you said yeah. that in different ways that yeah. others see that. And then they want to be a part of that too, because mm-hmm. you are set apart and it just looks different. And it's, it's good and wholesome. So they're like, well, right. I really like that. I want to be more mm-hmm. like that. That's yes. so cool. We love your confidence that you have that you would. I don't think I could have done I that. I would have never in my whole I life. <laughs> but I think I had a false confidence probably. And I don't know that I would have ever been able my to do that. My confidence did not come from Jesus back then. It was different. <laughs> but, you know, confidence is what we are talking about in the month of May with our families. And so just thinking about you guys and how you have shown confidence in so many ways how would you define confidence i think it is it is um i've seen this on an instagram post before but it's it's a quote that says walk into a room like god sent you there yes i just saw that Um, recently yeah so good so i think it's more of a 
more of a trust thing in the Lord that, you know, He's going to be our confidence. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to provide that for our own selves because that will fail us every single time. If we try to rely on our own abilities and our own strength, it's just, it's never going to work. That's that's not the way God intended us to be successful and confident. And so I think it's it's a trust thing for sure. Yeah. And just knowing that wherever you go, the human form of love goes with you like every single place you go. I love that. Um, Like the love that grew hands and feet for you and that died on a cross for you is present. And I think that's just so... It's so cool. So Mm -hmm. unexplainably powerful. I know we so, tell yeah. people all the time, like well, Melissa and I will be talking about something, and we're like, we just don't understand. I mean, it's Jesus. How can you not live yes. out for Jesus? Like yes. we, why would you not do that? It's for Jesus, you know. So yeah. we always are having that same conversation, and it's fun for us to have that in our adult friendship because mm-hmm. we can laugh and joke and have fun, and but you know, the conversation's always going to come back to. Right. The godly conversation around how we're raising our family, how what decisions we're making, it's always mm-hmm. going to come back to that. And for y'all to have that conversation amongst yourselves so young and with your friends and your peers, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a whole nother level. Like, I don't know what I did <laughs> to help aid in this or stand by and watch it, and but I'm happy to just cheer y'all on from the sides because it's yes. been so cool. I know, it's yes. so, mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. You know, you guys both just made a major life decision. Probably, mm-hmm. I mean, oh gosh. I've always told my kids, like, Deciding to be a Jesus follower is the most important decision you'll oh, ever make in your oh, life, yeah. without a doubt. Oh, yes. More important than the college you go to. And then here we are making mm-hmm. a decision about college. I'm like, see, I told you that yeah. the important <laughs> thing was coming. Oh, yes. But you guys just made a decision. Sick on bears, you know? But yes. Sick, sick on, on bears. bears all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so hard for me to say I struggle. But how in the world did you feel confident in your decision to go to Baylor University? Oh, man. Okay, so... This kind of goes with, honestly, what my definition of confidence is. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you asked that because this it was a huge struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so to back it up a little bit, I feel like confidence often takes this, like, earthly connotation because mm-hmm. um, it's like, you know, this person must be so confident because, you know, they look a certain way or because right. they're dating so-and-so or because mm-hmm. they played really well in the game the other night or they're yeah. top 5% or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, especially for me, Confidence is like the conviction of knowing like the creator of the universe has you exactly where you're supposed to be. Like, no, there is no mistake. There is no, Mm -hmm. like you are set on your path by the most powerful and loving father that ever has been and ever will be. Mm -hmm. And so to kind of segue into the college thing, um, I grew up in Aggie. And (laughs) (laughs) um, so I know I was going to whoop it up, but I decided to play it cool. (laughs) Yes. So I grew up in Aggie. I went to the tailgates. I bled maroon. I had the I have a baby blanket that says yes. Texas with her class here. That she, yeah, I know. Oh yes, my I'm not so, kidding. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's okay. I'm not um, upset. I think it's great. The way I found Baylor was honestly, I mean, it wasn't a chance. You know, it's always been planned that oh, way. But sure. to me, it might. It seems like a free chance thing. Mm -hmm. I was just looking into my college church and I was like, you know what? I can't just go in applying to one school Mm -hmm. and knowing like I need a little bit of something. I need to know that I put forth a little bit more into my search where I'm supposed to be. And so I literally Googled colleges in Texas and it was like Texas A&M check UT Mm -hmm. Um, and then next on the list was like Baylor and Texas Christian and so I just clicked on Baylor because I was like oh green like I like green that that picture looks really pretty and it led me down this rabbit hole
hole. And so I ended up applying and I went touring. Um, one of my mom's old roommates, her daughter's a freshman there now, and her name's Lucy. She has been such just a guiding, awesome, like Jesus-hearted mentor mm-hmm. for me in all of this. She's been such an incredible example mm-hmm. and so, so supportive. But I don't know. I just fell in love with it. And at first I really wasn't sure because my whole life had been A&M. I was so certain if I even considered Baylor, I kind of felt like I was betraying like everything I've ever been taught. <laughs> I mean, she's wearing an Aggie shirt right now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like only, I mean, I'm wearing my Baylor Hulu shorts with my A&M driving at soccer camp shirt. But um, yeah, we so, did the whole A&M thing. Yes. You know, I mean, so to even consider just, Baylor or yeah. anywhere else for that matter was like such a preposterous thought to me. But the more I dove into it, and the more I went back and I was just there, there was something so incredible about the community there. You could see it all over the Mm -hmm. students' faces and the faculty. And it was just the Lord's Spirit is present there. It is. It is so Mm -hmm. clear. I will agree. I want to go to college there. There's scripture written in the sidewalk. (laughs) You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. and not to mention it's a beautiful campus, but um, I don't know. I just felt drawn there and it was a big struggle. There were so many tears and so many nights Mm -hmm. where I was just kind of tossing and turning thinking about it because when you get to that point in your life, it's like, this is my next step. This is huge. What am I going to do? It feels like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And so I think just kind of letting go in that confidence, um, knowing that if that was the plan, if that's where God was going to lead me, then I was going to fully put my trust in him. And I haven't Mm -hmm. regretted it or looked back since. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I think you nailed it there at the end. That's so good. Yeah. How about you? So um, for me, I am so blessed to not have a very (laughs) difficult college search. So I knew, (laughs) I knew I wanted to go to a Christian school in Texas. I just didn't know which one. So at first I toured TCU and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go here so bad. This is so cool. And I could, the campus was beautiful and I just loved it so much. And I was like, okay, going to TCU. And then we actually ended up scheduling a tour for Baylor shortly after that in April. And then we get there at 8 in the morning, and then they're like, okay, everybody's here. We're going to go on a campus tour. And we went on the tour, and I was just like, oh, okay, Baylor. I I know. Baylor Uh, likes to show off. Yes. (laughs) And I just had this godly experience, like I don't, this holy sort of moment. I don't even know how to describe it really. I was just, we were in the back of the little golf cart thing after we finished the tour and I, we got back to the student center and I just started bawling my eyes out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know that the Lord is calling me here. And I'm just, I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it, but it's, I just, I, I don't know. Like you had a confidence because you knew that God just put it on your heart. That's where you belong. That's so cool. It didn't come from anywhere else but him. So Mm. yeah, it's just such a cool thing. I Um, can't wait to be a Baylor with you. I can't I know, Maddie. (laughs) I'm so excited. Y'all are so funny. Y'all are so funny. So we mentioned we follow you guys on Instagram because we're old and that's what we do. We follow, we follow the young people so we can learn all the cool words. But who do you follow on social media that displays their life as this enormous confidence in Christ? Mm. Not in themselves, but in Christ. I think a big one is definitely Sadie Robertson. I was going to say for She's sure. the first person She's that came awesome. to my mind. And, you know, she started her platform through... Duck Dynasty and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where her name sort of got out there. And then she just like 
became this full vessel for the Lord, and it is so awesome. And she's an inspiration for so many young girls of faith. Mm. And and like, well, for me too. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say for older people because she was a speaker at If this year. Mm -hmm. And when we did our wrap up and um, recently with Kara, she said the same thing. She was one of her favorite Mm -hmm. speakers. You know, it's not. I think it's just that she's relatable and that you know by the way that she lives her life that you know she means what she says and she's she's she's, real and authentic yes and I think that's evident and that shows and that's why people love her so much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I I know a another account that I follow is called salt and gold collection I don't know if you guys have seen her post but she's this Australian woman and she is so amazing she's in her 30s and she just draws images of Jesus Jesus washing people's feet. What? Um, oh, is it like a faceless all kinds Jesus? of people. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's a picture of Jesus washing a LGBTQ person's feet mm-hmm. or Donald Trump's feet or the Pope's feet. Like, And I, she is just so inspiring to me because it really shows me how Jesus is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's how I should live my life to treat other people. And I think it's just so, so cool and inspiring. So yeah, that's I've cool. I've seen those. Yes. I love those. Every yeah. once in a while you repost them and I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of can visualize what you're saying. Yes. That's why I was asking that because yeah. I can kind of see a picture yeah. that. That's cool. Okay. Well, for me, I would definitely say Sadie Rob. Mm-hmm. Love her. I don't know if she's like a popular, would be a popular answer. I'm not really sure, but I know mm-hmm. that I've been following her for a few years and just following like her little family and her yes. like walk. And I don't know, she's such a positive, like just uplifting influence. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of social media can be a dark place or it can be a really, really right. happy, mm-hmm. um, inspiring place. And she's one of the people that I can look forward to seeing their little story things mm-hmm. every day and just knowing that her content is filled with the word and Mm -hmm. it's super inspiring she's such a role model the other one I just looked up because I remembered she does these posts and it's for example let's see there's one here that says a simple reminder for you on the silent Saturday or for the one who has heard the Easter story more times than they can count or to the college student who feels far from God this year read this so it's kind of like targeted at very specific Mm -hmm kinds of like groups of people but somehow it always ends up on my feed right when it applies to me which (laughs) right god sighting right there but her name is the grace valentine and she writes for proverbs 31 ministries and live original and i think she also has a podcast but anyways that stuff that she writes in there is so just like filled with the word Mm -hmm. and filled with encouragement and so she addresses like lots of common struggles and people of all different age groups and questions and different walks, different parts of their walks of faith. And so it's really just Mm -hmm. reassuring and it's awesome. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. And the more we learned on a podcast before, the more that you fill your feed with things like that, Mm -hmm. the more of it you'll Mm -hmm. see. And so then that's how I am. And then your search thing will bring up so many cool things. So yeah, that's a good encouragement to remind people to follow the good things on Mm -hmm. social media. If you're going to be wasting your time scrolling, you better be filling that soul Mm -hmm. full of good stuff, right? Yeah. I think so, too. So let's wrap up with this kind of big question. What advice would you give students? Like, what would you go back and tell your eight-year-old self? 
Think back to being eight, yeah. Don't wear those long jean shorts. Don't wear <laughs> mixed match neon clothes. Yes, go, girl. Yes. The chevron print oh. is not it. No, I'm kidding. The chevron print. Darn like, it. Mom, why did you let me dress like that? <laughs> Definitely that. Stop uh, the side part while you can. Yes. Stop the side part. No, I'm I know. Just it's just hard. Look at my hair. I look at part today. Part. It's rough. Okay, do you know off the top of your head? Um... I really don't know. Okay. What about your 13-year-old self? Well, I know oh, for goodness. my 8-year-old self, 8-year-old oh, was go. a big age for me personally because I feel like family was changing a lot, like my image of family. And that was right around when we moved back to Texas. My parents were split up. I was at a new school. I was making new friends. And so it was really, I don't think I was old enough to quite comprehend what a big deal it was. So it didn't have like a huge, huge impact on me. I don't know. I don't quite remember, honestly. But I would just say like, you're doing great. And God's with you, even though you don't really know it yet. And Mm, you haven't been around that in a long time. But you're going to look down the road and be so thankful that your life is changing in the way it is right now. So. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and so and good. you'll have that friend from that second grade class all the way to your senior year. So. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. That's so perfect. Yeah. For me, I would just say, like, put down the iPad, go outside, and <laughs> For scrape your knee. Real. For yes. Scrape your knee. Scrape your knee. Go ride your bike, fall down, and, you know, start bleeding on your elbow. Like, it doesn't... <laughs> go catch a toad in the... Yes. In the uh, yeah. A toad. Yeah. What is a that? Toad? A toad. A toad? Oh. <laughs> like a frog? I don't know a why toad. I said it like that. Go uh, crawdad hunting or something. But, yeah, just... Just be a kid. Be a kid. yeah, and enjoy being around your family. Mm-hmm. Because uh, your your family doesn't last your oh, whole life, no. so the people who are important to you just give them a hug and tell them how much you love them. Definitely, I um, love that because that's such an important part of mm-hmm. life is we're meant to do it together. So that's probably too sentimental for eight year old, but no, no but uh, see how much you've learned in ten years. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Just cool. So think sure. ten years down oh, the road, looking years, back on your eighteen yeah. year old self, you know? Oh I my mean, gosh. <gasps> Jeez. I just did the map. Hello? I know. Oh so what about your 13-year-old self, like, starting to be a teenager? Ooh, man. 13-year-old Maddie, she had that fresh shoulder-length mm, bob yes, cut. <laughs> she was going through her tomboy phase. She was. She was figuring things out. Middle school, seventh grade was yeah. rough. Mm-hmm. That one crush that you have in your English class that you've had for five years, that's not going to work out, girl. Don't pursue that. And thank goodness I didn't. But um, I would just say, I think, I think honestly, and I know middle school is such, like, a time of like change and just finding out who you are especially I don't know I feel like maybe it's different for boys and girls but the 13 year old girl is like the epitome of insecurity or at least I was and so that goes back I guess to the confidence thing like you can't no matter how hard you try and no matter how much you think it's gonna give you confidence like cutting your hair different isn't gonna make you Mm -hmm. more confident buying more clothes isn't gonna make you more confident having more friends and sitting at the popular lunch table that's not gonna make you more confident being on the volleyball team even though you're not I know you wish you were that's not gonna make you more confident girl so just I would go to church get plugged in at the youth group (laughs) go to church go to church you're not sure about that worship team let me tell you that's a good idea (laughs) go for it oh my gosh that's funny what about you Claire your 13 year old self go to church is a big one Mm -hmm. because I did not know the Lord in seventh grade you know I called myself a Christian definitely but knowing what I know now I'm like thank thank God God stepped in because (laughs) I would not be where I am without him uh, that's for sure. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's important, like Maddie said, you cannot base your worth off of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can try and try and try all you want to, but that's never going to fulfill you, and you're never gonna you're never gonna find your rest and your purpose and the meaning for your life behind constantly comparing yourself to others. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's a yeah. good word. Yeah. That's a good word. Well, every time we have guests on the podcast, we always end <laughs> with a fun question that has to do with the backyard. Yes. So our question for you guys is, what is a core memory that you have of having fun with your family in the backyard? <gasps> so like just everyday thing. moments, like whatever it is. It doesn't have to be anything big. <laughs> oh Something fun in the backyard with your family. My knee-jerk Uh, reaction to this one and I know it's a photo I'm not sure it's so much a memory as a photo but it was back when I was probably five and my younger sister was like three and we it was in the San Antonio house I know you're looking at me like you're crazy (laughs) and I remember we had this like garden this isn't the story but it's kind of part of it we had this garden that we would go and pick produce from and it was super fun that I love and I want to implement into my own kids uh, lives one day (laughs) but um my actual story there's a photo we have one of those like sliding digital picture frames there's a photo of my younger sister Caitlin with like crushed confetti egg all over her head Mm. bawling her eyes out that was me okay (laughs) I was the culprit I boom WWE smacked that (laughs) into her forehead uh it was Easter I was getting into it I was I was feeling something. I'm not sure what, but I was feeling it. Jesus is a rose. <laughs> Jesus has risen. Boom. Boom. Yeah. But um, I don't know why. That's just the immediate one that I think of. That's funny. I love that. Heck yeah. <laughs> See, Easter tradition, confetti yes. eggs on the head are always a win. That's so what funny. about you, Claire? For me, it's definitely hitting softballs with my dad in the backyard. Oh, I love that. Um, getting ready for softball tryouts or whatever it was, just practicing. Yeah, I will always cherish those memories with my dad. Yeah, that's um, super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yes. Awesome. I love that. Well, you guys, we are so proud of who you are and yes. um, the leaders that you are. And we know that God has incredible plans ahead for you. And we're just so thankful that you came and shared your heart because it will absolutely inspire the hearts of all of the people that listen mm-hmm. in here because y'all are, y'all are an encouragement and an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. you for having us. Yes, thank you. If you don't want to miss a single episode of the Backyard Chat Podcast, be sure to follow the show in the Apple Podcast app by clicking the three dots in the top right corner of your screen. And if you're feeling really adventurous, click on the arrow to share with all your friends. We hope that you will join us again. We We can't can't wait wait to chat chat with with you. you.